Hi, welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 364, Thor the Mighty Avenger. My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. Hi. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year for show of the new year. Yeah. Uh, is this our 10th year? Holy shit, it will be. <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I think we started in 08. Yep, sure. August 08. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Super crazy. Why are we still doing this? Um, well, we we wanted to stop, but the demand was so high. Oh, that's right. Like people, you know, it's like when Kiss tried to yeah. break up and they sold all their instruments. Right, right. People bought them more instruments. <laughs> painted their faces while they were sleeping. Yep, yep. I remember that. Yeah. It's like, same thing. People <laughs> keep painting their faces while we're sleeping. <laughs> Well, well, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Something. Yeah, wow. I almost feel like we should do something in August to celebrate. <laughs> we'll take that month off. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> we deserve a fucking vacation from you people. Uh, oh, no worries. One of us will have a nervous breakdown of some sort by uh, then. It's, yeah, it's, it's due. It's an even year, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it does seem to happen in the even year. No oh, shit. <clears throat> um, so yeah, but yeah, we uh, started off the new year right by reading some fucking comic books. Hell yeah, because we like to do that. That is a thing that we do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, the Mighty Thor, Mighty or the, Thor, or the Mighty Avenger, the- whatever. Thor the Mighty Avenger. That's what it was. Yes, the Mighty Thor is something different. Yeah, that's different. That's the one with Jane Foster. That's AKA Thor chick. Oh, that's. Don't you hate that? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, all these lady characters taking over our comics. Ruining our. Ruining our male dominated culture. Right. But here we just get some good old straight manly Thor. Yeah, it's a. There's a dick in there. (laughs) Yep. Just like we like it. That is the tagline of this book. There's a dick in there. Uh, that's great. Oh. No, we're we're joking. We yeah, we're not. We're we're not. Yeah. Yeah. We, we totally don't care what what gender any hero is. No, nope. just as long as it's a good story. That's yeah, all I care about. That's true. And, uh, I do think it's weird when the Thor is called like, or the the title is called something man, but then there's a female character. <clears throat> sure. Like, I think that's a little strange. When has that happened? Uh, Invincible Iron Man. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that one. Yeah. yeah. That, but I feel like that's not the only time, but I, that's the only one that springs to mind. Yeah. But I always think that's a little odd. It's like, I could see maybe the first issue where, you know, maybe there's like a transition of, of, power or suit or whatever right but i think it's weird <clears throat> when like eight issues in it's called iron man and then Sri jones or whatever her name is right but you know other than that time, i could though, i couldn't care less who's in the suit right at the same time though i kind of i kind of wish that they would have just gone full throttle with it and just called her iron man yeah yeah who cares well i guess that's true if if you know the identity is secret Right. You know, then why why would they, you know, right. why, not, why not just call it Iron Man still? But. Right. 
But no, she's Ironheart. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. The whole swapping out characters thing is, is uh, weird anyway. An old hat. Because they never stick with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah, you can tell it's... It doesn't really mean much because you're not like, wow, this is really shaking things up. It's like, you know, as soon as sales dip, it's just, you know, yep. it's back to the, yep. the old thing. Right, regular old uh, Thor Odinson will, will be back wielding the hammer again. It's you true. Know, and Jane Foster will, will, I guess she'll probably be dead. Spoiler for current plot lines and Thor. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh a book I don't read, but uh, I have heard very good things about. I've read a few issues, and I thought it was really good, but I just I never kept up with it because right. you know there's a thousand comics that I think are worth reading, exactly, but not worth devoting my my time to. Exactly. When I could do stuff like this, <clears throat> pure gold sure. for the masses, right? You know, I could. <clears throat> this I could, is your true calling. Yeah. I mean, you know, I realize it's big of me because <laughs> because I could be reading books right now, but. We are warming the the frozen hearts of our listeners right now. Yes. <laughs> I apologize. I am not doing well. You're you're sick. Got a little bit of a cough. Yeah. And having some some slight difficulty breathing. Mm-hmm. You know, plus, you know, all the other crap. That, right. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> Thor the Mighty Avenger. So this book is uh, <clears throat> as old as Gutter Trash, I believe. Uh, not oh. not quite. It's a few years uh, younger. Oh, is it? Okay. <clears throat> I believe this came out in 2010, 2011. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was 08. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Uh, at least uh, towards the, the end of the series, I recall seeing some... Uh, some ads for for uh, 2011-era uh, mega events in Marvel history. Oh, those events that changed lives. And, yep. And uh, that we all still fondly remember. Yep. What, what were they? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you for sure one of them was uh, Age of X. What was that? A thing? Uh, I don't know. All I know is that uh, there is still a poster up for it at Mavericks. Yeah. We're trying to remind From you. seven years ago now. Well, you know, if we don't remember our mistakes, we're doomed to repeat them. <laughs> so anyone who may have accidentally bought that book, we want to remind them. I think we still have an Onslaught is here sticker somewhere. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but this book was not based on any event. This, this was like its own thing. It was its own thing. I think... Uh, Possibly created to capitalize a little bit on the movie. Okay, so it was the same year. Would have come out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have to do that though. Every time there's a superhero movie, all of a sudden there's three new miniseries revolving yep. around those characters. And uh, this uh, sort of takes a uh, a fresh look at Thor's origin. Yeah, uh, at least uh, uh, his origin as as uh, a superhero, not not as a uh, a god, or or the son of uh, Odin, right? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> and uh, mostly every issue is standalone, right? Uh, I think uh, the first two issues are a continuing storyline, and the last two issues are sort of a continuing storyline. Yeah, 
But uh, for the most part, every issue uh, reads uh, well on its own. Yeah, you could. Yeah, but then there's like a thread that connects them all. Well, sure. Yeah, it's like as if it were a classically formatted uh, superhero comic. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, it feels very. It has like a very old school feel to it. Like, like maybe late silver, early bronze age kind of feel to it. I would uh, say that, but but modern enough to to not be, uh, you know, yeah. At times, some some older comics could be uh, tough to read. This is true. Yeah, yeah. this yeah, yeah this this one is has a much quicker pace than those old comics. Yes, it does. But it does sort of have the same tone as far as you know, like it almost feels like <clears throat> it was purposely written written that it would be. Engaging to anyone in the like twelve to thirty range, it uh, does feel like a a young skewing book, yeah. uh, which is perfectly okay by me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, my last name is Young, <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, it was made for me. <laughs> <clears throat> Seriously, I really apologize. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So yeah, uh, so basically Thor's, he finds himself on Earth for, not the first time, but the first time as like a hero, sort of? Sort of. Uh, I mean, what what uh, what we know of the Marvel character of Thor as, as a member of the Avengers, uh, superhero and around... Uh, this is the the tale of how that basically all got started, uh, but but he is still you know the mythological god of thunder and uh, the the Norse gods uh, had visited Earth once upon a time, right? Uh, you know, thousands upon thousands of years ago. And it's touched on a little bit, but right. <clears throat> yeah, he mentions he mentions having been here before and right. didn't think he was remembered. Yep. So he was surprised to see his name and. And uh, maybe an artistic rendering of him in a book. Sure. There's a day of the week named after that guy. Friday. Yeah. Because we can start on Friday. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know. It's not the phrase. Thor is a big fan of of weekends. (laughs) Yep. And The Weekend, the terrible band. Yeah. (laughs) And Vampire Weekend, which is weird. Uh Uh-huh. Also, terrible band. Don't lesson. Don't put weekend in your band name. Nope. But put it in your movie. Weekend of Bernie is fucking great. <laughs> <clears throat> Can't argue with that. Um, man, Vampire Weekend at Bernie's. Now there's a movie. I would absolutely watch that. Movie. I would too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go see if there's like a fan film on YouTube. <laughs> but okay so thor mighty avenger <laughs> so so we find out pretty early on that thor has been sent here as basically a punishment yep. just much like all of humanity um, <laughs> for doing something that he doesn't even know what he did because his memory has been affected somehow yes. uh, uh it's it's <clears throat> Taking a lot of uh, the the classic Thor story from from Stan and Jack, right? Which you know 
you know, that is part of it, but then, you know, revamping it for, you know, the modern day, and, uh, um, God, this is a terrible episode so far, isn't it? I, I've been laughing. All right. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, the classic thing is, you know, so for Thor, um, it, it's like when Lucy and Charlie Brown play football and Peanuts, it, it, the classic thing you get is Odin getting pissed at Thor and sending him to Earth, right? To, uh, to teach him humility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, so that is what he is here on Earth to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but uh, he has been separated from his hammer, uh, <clears throat> which I am not even going to try to pronounce in uh, my current state. It's Bobby. His hammer, Bobby. <laughs> uh, but uh, he is. Uh, he is weak on the powerless and dying without it. All right. Uh, and then he needs to find it. Uh, and so that's sort of where we uh, open up uh, the first issue is uh, him uh, attempting to get his hammer. Right. He's uh, got to have that hammer. Got to have it. It's hammer time. Yeah. It's always hammer time when you're Thor. Yep. Or MC Hammer hawking really <laughs> stupid household goods. <laughs> I know. That's sad. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh yeah so i mean it's basically just uh you know just just his early adventures on earth uh learning uh how to deal with his current situation and uh being taken in by by jane foster and uh uh just just having some run-ins with uh some other Marvel oh, yeah. characters some, yeah his very first Meetings with characters like Namor and Iron Man and Wasp and yep. uh, Giant Man, Giant Man, yeah. And uh, yeah, he he fights a couple villains here and there, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, just 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 tries to learn what 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 life is like uh, on Earth as a human in the twenty first century. Right. That's the, that's the cool thing about this book too is like it has a really odd sense of 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 atmosphere and environment because you don't like I don't know if it if it says what year it is um but you know they're using cell phones and things like that but yeah. also everything kind of looks like it might be you know 20 30 years before that was like a big thing I don't okay. know like it especially uh like Iron Man suit looks very old and right um and so some things remind me of the 60s in here and then some things remind me of the 2000s I like uh, when when uh, you know someone can can successfully mash those styles up, yeah. You know. And it doesn't just look anachronistic; it it looks right. purposed, right, yeah. right. Uh, but that is just part of the amazing skill of Chris Somney. He's good. He is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely put him in a top one hundred list of comic artists of all time. Which sounds like. You might be insulting, but I mean, you there are a lot you of like, great comic you artists. like a lot of yeah. comic artists. Yeah, I mean, I we could each probably name a thousand comic artists. So yeah, right, want to start? <laughs> <laughs> All of that could make for a more interesting episode. Oh, uh, we'll refrain for now. All right, that'll be our uh, that'll be our special for yeah. our tenth anniversary. Yeah, she'll just be us, us naming them in alphabetical order. <laughs> Like, oh, we forgot Simon Bisley. 
We're in the R's. We need to go back. He belongs in the B's. Let's start over. Art Adam. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be great. Oh boy, we have fun. We do. We have fun, <laughs> and that's why that's why we're still here ten years later. Yeah, it's obviously not because we're good at this. <laughs> it's because we fucking enjoy it. Exactly. It's like when I play pool. Like, I'm not good at pool. Oh, I'm terrible at it. But I fucking love doing it. Same here. So, <laughs> this is us playing pool. If you don't like it, go to another table. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and also, we don't need your tips. <laughs> We're gonna play how we play. Oh, but we'll take monetary tips. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah, we'll yeah those we do tips. need those yes, tips. Yes, we yes. actually really need those. <laughs> and I'd say we deserve it. Yeah. Right. Clearly. <laughs> so, do you have a do you have a favorite issue of this book? Since they are kind of <clears throat> like it's not like one giant story where you know right. you just have to pick a you know favorite scene or whatever. They, they do kind of have their own little mini adventures. Yeah. I think my favorite one is, I'm going to look up the issue number because I don't remember my fan. I know which one I mine is, and I'm going to guess you're going to say the same thing. All right. Mine is issue four. Is it the one with full stag? And yes. Yes. That is my favorite, too. Yep. <laughs> Captain Britain. Captain Britain. Yeah, yes. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I'm a giant fan of Captain Britain. Always have been. Sure. I mean, you are from England. Sure. Most people don't know that. My accent is very subtle. But, it's you've but, been Americanized. Yeah, you? you can hear it in certain words. Right. <laughs> he gets really excited whenever there's fish and chips on sale. Oh, there. absolutely. And, and uh, you know, just just uh, when the season comes around, don't get me started on football. <laughs> you mean soccer? No. Oh, damn Yanks! <laughs> you wanker. <laughs> That that no that was that was my favorite issue though yeah yeah same. I seriously say episode because this totally kind of episodic. This totally reminds me of a cartoon like it could um, easily be you know a Thor cartoon. Yeah, and it honestly has more of a cartoon feel than a comic book feel to me. Even though I read it as a comic, like right. I remember it as as I watched cartoons. That's how I remember this. Oh, wow. Like each each one of these issues in my head was like animated and like a twenty minute cartoon. Is that a positive or a negative? I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> like so, if I had to pick a negative thing about this book, because I I would say I enjoyed it like pretty pretty, you know, overall I'd say I enjoyed right. it. But I do feel like I would have enjoyed it more if I either read it monthly or if I'd only read maybe like you know if there's only four of them or something because. Right. Like they were similar enough, without being one continuous story. They they do have a, t- uh, a formulaic, yeah, episodic kind of feel to it. So yeah. it feels like something if I read, you know, one a month or like like if it was a cartoon that you watch once a week or something. Right. It feels like it would be more of a treat as opposed to just binging it. Like I read it all in two days. Like I read four one day and four the next day. And the horror one day. The next oh, that's day. what I did. Yeah, <laughs> but it, yeah, like, I like, I uh, maybe would have enjoyed it more if it would have been more spaced out in my reading. I can see that. I buy, I buy that argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I, I've also got a couple negative things to say. 
and, and and by that, uh, only one of them I would say is is an actual negative, uh, but but not a detrimental one. Per okay, se. Uh, is that this is a very different take on Thor than I have ever read. Yeah, uh, and I'm not the biggest Thor fan in the world. Uh, part of it is that I have always felt the book like kind of has always taken itself too seriously, and and seems to just want to just just get right at you with with uh, you know the the Shakespearean speech yeah, and, and that kind of thing. It's hard to read sometimes, but. What goes with that is the giant, crazy Jack Kirby world building and, and insanity that that he yeah, yeah. put into that book, and then you know was carried on you know by by Walt Simonson oh, and yeah. most of the others that followed, especially Walt. Yeah, uh, this does not have a lot of that. No, it's it's it, pared down. It is super pared down. And that is the only thing that I could really say is is the one detrimental negative is right. that it could have maybe used a little more Kirby craziness. Yeah, right. Uh, <clears throat> that said, maybe it was building to that. We don't know. Yeah. Because it got canceled. Yeah. And that is the other negative is that it just kind of ends. Yeah, right. it does feel like it's wrapped up rather quickly. Yeah. Uh, the cannot read these eight issues it was an eight issue series total uh, i think there's two volumes uh, in trade uh you cannot go into it expecting to, to read a full complete story yeah because uh, throughout like i said every issue is mostly a standalone there are threads mm-hmm. that, that continue through each one and they're definitely setting up plot lines yeah that peter out some yeah, yeah some characters just never reappear that you're like obviously there was something going on there right <clears throat> so yeah that does hurt it a little bit um but just a little bit yeah and, and that is not anything due to the fault of any of the creative team yeah. it's just uh it's actually due to the fault of uh comic book readers who didn't support a good book right yeah yeah <laughs> I, I well it was one of those things where so it had probably a couple of things working against it. Like like we mentioned earlier, it came out probably at a time where like three other Thor miniseries came out because right. they were pushing for the movie and a regular monthly Thor was still going on, maybe even two, I don't who knows. Right. But so it was one of those things where there's probably a lot of Thor in the marketplace and it got a reputation early on and you know, probably justifiably so as being more of a kid's book. Right. Which typically just they don't they don't sell well unless there's something like, you know, SpongeBob or, or something that's right. very like popular with kids. Like, like kid, you know, kids don't buy a whole lot of superhero books, and when they do, they buy the regular superhero book. Right. They, they don't really buy the kids version of it. So this kind of got labeled as a kids book, and so like the kids weren't really that interested, and the adults weren't really that interested. So it just kind of got lost. I will say also, and and I think. This may have been viewed as a a, a a ding against it, even though for me I was perfectly fine with it. It is very heavy on the characterization and, and the relationship between Thor and Jane, yeah, which I liked. 
Oh yeah. I, I thought it was incredibly enjoyable and very well rounded and, and fun and sweet. Yeah, it was. Uh, but you know, I think your average comic fan is probably not super into that. Yeah, they're like, When's Jane Foster gonna get in a swimsuit? Right? Yeah. If there's gonna be a dame in the <clears throat> book. She's <laughs> gotta at least gotta peel some of the layers off. <laughs> Maybe that's why everybody hates Thor chick. Oh, yeah. Because her costume is not skippy enough. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Fix that, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's it's a fun book. And, it, yeah, it is too bad that it didn't uh, didn't get to finish up the storyline. Yeah. But, it like, they obviously knew it was coming, and they wrapped it up in a way that was satisfying. It just wasn't reached it didn't reach its full potential no absolutely not yeah there's there's like a subplot going on with loki that yeah uh, i mean never really comes to any kind of fruition i mean he appears twice right throughout yeah even the villain from like the last story like the little robot story at the end right you don't really get a satisfying conclusion to that right yeah it felt like there was something bigger happening there and you know just sort of ends right uh, but, you know, I mean, up until then, it, it's a ton of fun. Yeah, it uh, is. You know, Thor fighting, you know, Mr. Hyde in the first two issues. Yeah, it's an odd choice. Right? It is an odd choice, but but I liked it. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he gets to meet, you know, some other, you know, superheroes. Uh, you know, like, like uh, the, the Captain Burton one is just is great. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, I, I also really liked the Namor issue. Uh, just to see like how their relationship played through that story. Oh man, <laughs> I liked it because Chris Somney draws underwater creatures and and environments like amazingly well. well. I think we can just safely say that uh, all eight issues drawn by Chris Somney yeah. are just fucking great yeah. because of Chris Somney. He's he's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's only gotten better. Yeah, uh, I haven't read. What is, is he doing Daredevil now? Uh, no, doing? he's currently on uh, Captain America. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, he... I think he went from this to Daredevil. And then uh, he's been working with Mark Wade pretty much since. They wow. did a uh, long run on Daredevil. They did Black Widow together, and now they're on Cap. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I forgot he did Black Widow. I read the first issue. That, yeah. was, that was cool. <clears throat> My... I'm having a hard time reconciling a general distaste for Mark Wade and enjoying Mark Wade's work. <laughs> right? If you, if you kind of get what I mean. What's your distaste? Where's that stem from? Uh, so back in the 90s, I was a huge Mark Wade fan. Okay. Like, I read his initial run on Captain America. I read The Flash, and I loved him so much. Uh, even Kingdom Come at the time, I was like, this is great. You know, and then just some of his other books here and there that I would read. I was like, these are fantastic. Yeah. And then something happened where it turned and like everything that I read from him was kind of terrible. And so I just wrote him off after a while. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was like, I've given him a fair chance. You know, like everybody hits a rough spot, but boy, this guy just kind of just, just, just turned the corner and went to craps huh. real fast. Uh, and then over the last couple of years, like I've read a couple of things here and there by him and have really enjoyed them. 
and yet I still have that sort of lingering. Right. It's like, like, but wait, he's terrible yeah. kind of thing. I, I have not read nearly as much of his stuff as you have, but I, I like everything I've read by him. Yeah. I think he's a solid writer. He, to me, he's one of those like Peter David type writers where like every everything I've read, I kind of enjoy, but nothing I love or hate. Like, right. Like it's just like okay, yeah, that, that works. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, that's entirely on me. And I'm sure he's a really nice guy. He, you know, has been to, like, every gym city for the last five years or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I've been to his comic store in Muncie. Uh, you know, I mean, he, he he's probably a swell, okay dude. Yeah. I just, you know, for a while just really disliked what he was writing and, and huh. stuck my brain in that mode right. that this is, oh, this is a writer to avoid. Right. Yet. Everything that I've wound up reading by him in like the last five years has been pretty goddamn good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe he's, uh, you know, you know, writers go through different periods of their life. Maybe, sure. Maybe he was going through a period that he was writing, you know, from a different perspective or whatever, and you just didn't enjoy that perspective. It's sure. It's sure. Uh, but I'm curious, maybe if you go back and read something that you remember disliking, maybe right. you might like it more. Could be. It's very possible. Or, you know, if I go back and, and read some of his older stuff that I really liked, maybe I'll have a different opinion. I yeah. don't know. But, yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah, he's been... Chris Domney, Mark Wade, they've been working together a while. They're a good team. They, they apparently are. Yeah. Although, if I recall correctly, I think Chris Domney took a lot of the, the forward momentum on Black Widow. Like, like he was sort of the, the driving power behind that. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel okay. like Mark Wade was just sort of there to, to, to like, you know, keep it, keep it, keep it together. Yeah. 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 But somebody was like co-writing. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And I think he's co-writing Captain America as well. But, uh, but so far, like three issues in, I think, mm -hmm. to the new series. That's it's been it's been good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and then uh, so so we've talked a lot about Chris Somney here. Yeah, but uh, the 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 other major factor, and then Thor: The Mighty Avenger is uh, Roger Landridge, yeah. who uh, I've actually been a fan of for quite a while. I've never heard of him. <clears throat> he, I believe, Fred the Happy Clown is uh, his book. I've never heard of that. Really? Yeah. I feel like you were maybe the one that pointed me in that ah. direction, like fifteen years ago or so. Maybe you were in, having a like a rough day and I was like you should go hang out with a happy clown <laughs> and you thought I meant <laughs> it's very possible uh <clears throat> yeah I don't I don't recognize Fred Lingridge okay Roger Lingridge or, oh Fred yeah. the happy clown yeah <clears throat> Roger Lingridge yeah I don't, I don't know him uh man I really feel like cause cause at the time back when I was working at Mavericks uh, back in the early 2000s I was buying a bunch of indie books mm -hmm. and, and that was one that I like picked up fairly regularly huh and, and I feel like like you were kind of an influence on, on some of the stuff I was picking up then maybe I don't know I, I don't, maybe if I saw the cover or something I'd be like oh yeah. that thing yeah it's kind of a old timey hobo looking clown uh, you hmm. know, the, the patches and the the flower on his hat. That does sound familiar, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Who published it, do you know? Just, uh, like, just like him. I can't say for sure. I'm pretty sure Dark Horse did like some reprints of it at huh. some point, maybe. That's weird, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. I don't know. 
but but uh, he also wrote some some Muppet comics. Uh, See, I've never heard of the Muppets. What, are the, what is that? The, the, they're so they're like puppets. Uh, so like CGI puppets. Uh, they're actual puppets. No, I don't like that. <laughs> I know it's frightening. <laughs> CGI that shit. It's easier. I mean, okay. So I know you're a huge fan of like the Star Wars prequels. Oh yeah, and so the good Yoda. One. You mean the good ones? The good ones, right? So Yoda in that. Great, right? Good stuff. So when he's hopping around and shit. Yeah, the lightsaber, right? So so that's he's a CGI puppet like as you it, like as it should be. right? But like thirty some years earlier. Uh-huh. He was in another Star Wars movie. Oh, uh, the ones before they really knew how to do CGI. Yeah, yeah. that was unfortunate. Yeah, because tra- the travesties I call them. <laughs> right, right. So, but but he was in that one, and and he wasn't CG. He was an actual puppet. Yeah. He was actually a muppet. Like some guy's hand was up his butt. Some guy's hand was up his ass. That's sick. Yeah. That's no, sick. Yep. Children watched that. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just horrible. I know. It also had incest. I know it is. It's puppet incest. <laughs> no, the, the the early Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. No, I'm fine with that. Yeah, okay. Right. I like it better when it's CGI incest, but I can <laughs> Who live. Doesn't? I, I can live with it though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, yeah, he told a good story. Like he did. Like honestly, it started off. I wasn't so sure. I was like, I, I think in the middle of the first issue. I had the thought that I was going to like the series for the artwork, but not for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just something about the first issue that, like, I hadn't quite figured out the tone yet. I didn't realize it was as white, and I just thought it was maybe poor writing mm-hmm. until I got into the second issue, and I was like, I was like, okay, I can kind of... But I do feel like, because um, there's a recap at the beginning of each issue of yeah. previous stuff, and I honestly feel like you really should just start with issue two. Because issue one is basically perfectly fine as a three-panel wrap-up in issue two. <laughs> like, like I real, I honestly think I would have enjoyed it more if I would have just started with issue two. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's fair. But I, I, I liked issue one. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I will say that the, uh, the, the, the. Previously, pages are uh, are pretty well done. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, uh, you know, and it definitely makes like I read all the previouslys. Me too. Like even yeah. though I had just read that <laughs> issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I did too, just to see if there was like anything that they were like, you know, really just reminding you of, right, like a certain right. panel, like like something that was really gonna, you know play a part yeah, yeah but it didn't necessarily always work that way it was just kind of like hey, here's what here's what happened you know? right right but um but yeah i don't know for, for some reason i think i think part of it is issue one um deals a lot with jane's boyfriend jim yeah um which Who sort of just never comes back he, he's never in anything after issue one right, and, just, yeah. and like and i don't really like the character of jim and this is and 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 not just him but like probably the way he's written too i don't really like because he kind of won eighties for no reason and yeah. like kind of unbelievably and like, like I've, I've yeah, I, I think issue one was the weakest issue. I believe. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, there's, I mean, you know, there's still working out kinks. Sure. Yeah. 
but yeah, I totally agree with your assessment of Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of <clears throat> unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, overall, you know, I I did uh, I really really enjoyed this book, and uh, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. kind of like. You know, has like kind of a madman, Mike Allred madman feel to it. You know, just like a light, fun hero with a little bit of romance. And, yeah. You know. I, I mean, it, this is definitely the type of Thor comic that I would still continue to read yeah. if it was being published. I, I would probably not have it on my file and read it monthly, right. but I'd be like, anytime that I was, you know, like there was a week where I just didn't really have any books to read right. or something. I'd be like, I'm just going to pick up issue 37 of Mighty Thor. You right, know? Right. And I would read that yeah. because yeah, they're, they're fun, but I, I don't feel like I would be addicted to it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, yeah. So Thor, Mighty Avenger. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good luck finding them. Yeah. Like you said, there's a couple of trades and I think there's a, a deluxe collection that has, all eight issues with some like bonus stuff. I think there's one that has like sketches and stuff in the back of it. But yeah. all I know is uh, I bought the first four issues at Mavericks as a bundle. Oh yeah. Uh, in your in your bundle box, mm-hmm. and then it took me four fucking ever to get the last four. Right. <laughs> and uh, the 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 very last issue. Being the hardest of the bunch oh, to God. find anywhere. I, I bet that print run is really low on issue eight. Yeah, I bet that's like that's the kind of comic investors should be buying. Probably because it's probably like half the print run of a normal Anything Marvel else, book. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know I, I enjoy the hunt occasionally for for some comics. Yeah, uh, but that was one where I was just like, eh, fuck it, I'm just gonna have to order this online. Yeah. And got it on like mycomicshop.com. I'm like that whenever it gets down to the last one. Yeah. Like I, I love having I have a list in my phone of I think there's like a dozen different titles that I'm missing between, you know, two to seven copies of. And I'm like, yeah, if I find these in a dollar box, like I'll get excited about it. But when it gets down to that I only need one of them, I'm like, okay, I gotta buy that shit. I need right, to just yeah. I need it tonight. Right, yeah. right. No, yeah. Just you because you want to have it done, yeah, and completed, yeah. right? Because chances are, when you're down to one issue, it's harder to find. You're yeah. not going to find that one in the dollar box, but right. you might as well like if you're gonna, you know, if you're if you need like a dozen issues of Captain America or whatever, right. you'll find some of them in the dollar box. No, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Thor, Mighty Avenger, good stuff. As are dollar boxes. I think we've learned both of those things today. Very much so. <laughs> Alright, wanna take a break? Sure. Excellent.
So Thor. Thor. I guess he's in a new movie. Ish. <laughs> Newish. Newish, yeah. Um I still have not seen that movie. Really? I should probably see that. Probably. I think mm-hmm. it, uh, at least as of last weekend, uh, I still feel it was playing uh, at the, some places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. I enjoyed the crap out of it. Okay. Yeah. It is uh very different than the prior two Thor movies. But uh, in good ways. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Thor movies that I saw, which are Thor 1 and Thor the second. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed them both, but neither one of them are in my favorite of Marvel movies. See? That's weird. Uh, I actually rank them pretty high in, yeah. in the, the pantheon of the Marvel films. Nice. I really enjoyed those movies. Uh, like way more than i think anybody else ever did yeah, yeah. And, and also as i stated earlier not really a thor fan right so very shocked how much i yeah. really liked those movies you like loki right i do yeah and he was he was really good in the, sure yeah. sure yeah um i enjoyed them but but just yeah, yeah sure not as much as i enjoyed like the iron man movies or the guardians movies i, I feel like that's Probably the majority of most people how mm-hmm. they feel about the Thor movies. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll see Ragnarok sometime. Yeah, as you should. As uh, you should. Yeah. Uh, hmm. yeah. Alright. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope everyone had happy holidays. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Likewise. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care about you or your life. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So it's um. It's 2018. It is 2018. It's kind of. I'm still getting used to it. Sure. Um, still writing 2017 on all your checks. <laughs> Everyone I've written so far this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're talking about my cereal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still right with a sharpie on each one. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else happening? No. Uh, what'd you do over the holidays? Um, some family was in town, and we hung out, and we, you know, oh, we went to the art museum. That yeah, was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I saw the Alphonse Mucha, which I always thought it was Mucha. Yeah, but I was told it was Mucha. Yep. Um, but there was an Alfonso, 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 Alfonso Muka exhibit yeah. here in Dayton. And, uh, I always, I've liked his work since I was in my twenties when I first saw it on like, uh, heavy metal album covers, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I had a girlfriend like 15, 20 years ago who was really into his artwork and had like some of his books. And I was like, man, this is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, they had a bunch of his prints there and, uh. You actually saw the exhibit before I, yeah, and told yeah. me how good it was. I, I'd, I'd heard it was there, but I just hadn't made it until like two days before it ended. Yep. So that was really neat to see. I was, uh, I was hoping to see it a second time, but but uh, just didn't work out for me. But mm. uh, uh, yeah, I did see it about uh, you know, a little over a month and a half ago. Yeah, like that. it was awesome. It was pretty great, and uh, it, it was definitely one of those things where like halfway through it like i kind of like got really short of breath and like panicky 
uh, just just. Well, your wheat cookies were kicking in though. Huh? Oh, your wheat cookies finally. St- well, sure, sure. Were kicking yeah. in, at that point. Yeah, but but also, like, like I was just having that 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 uh, sort of uh, fuck. What am I doing with my life? Kind right. of thing. Like, like his work is amazing. Yeah, and to see it up close, and some of them, like some of them, were originals, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but but there were also like proofs of like his his work in progress oh, on yeah. some of them. That was pretty great, and uh, it, it was enough to, to nearly shatter me. Yeah, like his sketches uh, <laughs> would make my life's masterpiece work pale in comparison. Right, right. Yeah, he was pretty great. But I seriously like I think I texted you. Uh, <laughs> Muka uses wide out, yeah. and he uses like arguably. The best whiteout I've ever seen because it's almost a hundred years old and that shit is still white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everyone needs to buy the Muka whiteout, whatever he was using. Like if he was still around and he could do advertisements for that, yeah. he should. Because yeah, there was a magazine cover. It was like pen and ink cover to some sort of fanzine thing or something. Uh, no, this is garbage pails kid fanzine. <laughs> he Muka loved. Loved garbage for kids. Uh, I was trying to think of a really great Mooka garbage for kid name. Like, like I don't know, poop, poop, pooping Mooka or something. There's I can't. There's nothing that rhymes with Mooka. No, here. But anyway, no that that illustration the front cover was my favorite thing without a doubt in that in that exhibit and it was just like it was like a little looser but it still had a lot of his like you know stippling t- style it reminded me it, like it totally reminded me of Mobius artwork actually like yeah, the way he stip- the way he like stippled and stuff and uh it was beautiful and there was definitely a white out and it wasn't it wasn't like in the Charles Burns art book it wasn't from him making a decision change it was a mistake that he fixed and i I loved seeing that right i i apparently must have missed that when i saw it (laughs) um but yeah i was at work and i got a text from you (laughs) (laughs) it was like ha muka uses white out and like i stared at my phone and i was like i don't understand what any of this means (laughs) it took me a minute to like remember that oh yeah you were going to that that exhibit yeah <laughs> and I just started laughing. It was it was awesome. You know what too it struck me during that whole exhibit was because you know, so if if for some reason, you know, the listener's not familiar, he he primarily is known as like poster art. Um he yeah. did posters for like plays and movies or not not movies, but plays and yeah. events and things like that. But he did a lot of product um advertisement. Yeah, yeah. And there was one thing on on there that was like it was like an unused um, sheet that like wrapped around a biscuit tin, and yeah. it had three like um, you know like horizontal images that you know you would see on like on the various sides of the biscuit tin, and that excuse me totally made me uh, I mean not in style so much but just in comparison to a modern day artist that totally reminded me of James Jean as far as someone who clearly doesn't have to be doing biscuit tin or or whatever wine art like because james dean's done some like wine bottle art like these guys are are guys that 
could definitely just sell paintings and prints for thousands of dollars and sustain their living. But they also do that that kind of stuff occasionally to yeah. to like I like I don't know if it's I'm sure part of it is the paycheck. It part of it's the paycheck, but I I honestly think part of that too is like in my mind I would maybe maybe it's not as altruistic as this, but to want to have your art in the hands of people who aren't just art snobs. Like to think like somebody that's buying biscuits gets to see my artwork. Somebody that's like walking into the arrow wine on Dorothy Lane, which I did. I walked into the arrow wine and bought a James Jean wine bottle a right. few years ago. Well, that's because um, you're a nerd. I, I am a nerd. I like, I specifically went there looking for right, his, yeah. his wine bottles, but, but like to me, it's kind of cool that they, they do stuff that does allow people to afford it, you know, where they, you know, like can just buy like something that has their artwork on it as opposed to a painting or a expensive sure. hoity toity thing that people like, even if they could afford it, like to buy a print, a lot of people don't have room or like right. they can't justify buying a print, but they, you know, but they could buy biscuits because they're going to fucking eat them. You right. know? So like, I, I love that there is things like that in there. I, I certainly do not have a, a similar view of why they probably did that kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, they probably needed the money, and yeah. it was available work, and they took it. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I doubt that it was any kind of thought process of, oh, the the little people will be able to, to ex- enjoy my glory. Well, either either way, yeah. I love the thought that some people did get to enjoy them. Well, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm sure it was not nearly as anything like that. It was like, fuck, I need a water heater. Uh, what can I do? <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, yeah, because James Jean's done, he's done like, like really high end, you know, like ex- exhibit type things and like artwork for Prada. But then he also yeah. does like skateboards and yeah. wine bottles and, and it's not like, you know, an eighty dollar bottle of wine. It was like a ten dollar bottle of wine, so it wasn't like it wasn't even expensive the one right, I bought. Right. So, um, it's kind of cool that. That, he's done movie posters recently. Yeah, he did uh, two posters for uh, Darinovsky's mother, and uh, one for uh, The Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Gonna... So, so his art's out there. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Uh, I do, for some reason, recall something about like because he he was doing covers for Fables. Oh, James Jean James or, or Muka. Uh, James Jane. Okay. Uh, Mookie doesn't do a lot of Vertigo work. He's... No, he, he did a run of X-Men covers. Oh, those were nice. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and actually, I was going to say about Muka is that uh, if you're not familiar with his work, like you've definitely seen the influence of his work. Yeah. Like, a lot of comic artists have like oh, yeah. done very... Frank Cho, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Frank Cho, for sure. I've, I've seen uh, Joe Quesada. Uh, Liefeld. Liefeld, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's very Art Deco uh, with with a lot of uh, very ornate borders and and, and just like, just yeah, it's like a it's usually like a a, a vertical rectangle, no background, but like <clears throat> filigree and a very beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah, you know, pinup style, but not cheesecake style. Right, right. Uh, but uh, but no. Um, what was I saying? James Jean. Oh, James Jean. Yeah. Uh, so, so he was doing Vertigo covers, and then he stopped uh, and kind of just left comics altogether. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, 
I remember reading an article like he just like went away for a while and then was just broke and like living on the streets in like China or something like that. Uh, That's so weird. And then like you know just like started being able to make art for a living like only within the last couple of years. That's so weird. That's yeah. so weird. I would because yeah I know he's like ten years ago ish he was probably like banking because of this kind of stuff he was doing yeah but yeah i wonder i wonder if he had some sort of bad habit or just i don't know or what happened i also could entirely be making this up (laughs) (laughs) he seems like an odd dude i i actually met him once um he was at one of the first tcafs i went to and there was literally no one at his table and and he had he had like some issues of meat house on his table and he had a fantastic four art print that for some reason I didn't buy and I'm kicking myself because it was amazing. I mean, right. it's fucking James Jean. So you can imagine what it looked like, but, um, but yeah, he was just kind of like, like not talking really and not really doing anything, just kind of straightening his table. And like, you know, I just kind of looked at his stuff and he just kind of, you know, I mean, he wasn't really ignoring me like a dick. He just kind of was like, it he just seemed, just yeah, like, just yeah. not present, you know? Yeah. It was really, he seemed like an odd dude. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's amazing. I oh, love yeah. I love his artwork so much. As do I. And he did, uh, I know he did something. Oh, we got a turtle statue in recently where he designed yeah, all yeah. the turtles and Shredder, and they're all interlocking. And yeah. They're like $120 statues, but they're pretty cool looking. They're pretty fucking awesome, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing some of his concept art for that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great designer. Yes, he is. and he's one of those people that I think really utilizes um, computer technology for artwork in a way that I highly respect because you can tell he does a lot of tangible artwork and then he augments it with a computer, and I think it like just looks so much better after he does that. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't overdo it, which I think is great. I I don't know how much he uses. I mean, I'm sure he uses some, especially for, like, his printed work. Yeah. But, like, I mean, a lot of the stuff I've seen him do is full-on just pen, ink, and paint. Yeah. Yeah, he does a ton of that. Yeah. But, like, for a lot of, a lot of the covers, you can tell there's, like, anytime there's, I don't know, like, somebody with a whip or something, the whip is just so perfectly... I think that's all him. <laughs> but it's, like, made out of light. I, I think that's all him. I oh, really it's do. It's crazy. If, yeah. it, if that's true, it's crazy. No, yeah. Some people are just uh, abominations in the eyes of God, yeah. and uh, he might be one of them. I think. I think James Jean is one of the best artists. I like, like I've, 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 I've seen very few pieces of art that are better than the best James Jean artwork. Yeah, like very few. Yeah. No, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah. He's good. Like, yeah, even his weakest piece is still miles away yeah. like, anybody else. Oh, yeah, like, like, like I would probably buy a collection of his Batgirl covers. Right. You know? Because uh, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, nothing against Batgirl. I'm sure I would read those and enjoy them, but they would not be on my radar of, like, things I need to own. No, yeah. yeah. But the covers, yeah. Absolutely, I would buy a collection of those covers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's great. Uh, but yeah. Huh. <laughs> See? 
Uh, do anything on New Year's Eve? No, we, uh, I was barely even awake at midnight. Like, I had almost fell asleep on the couch at, like, 10.30, just kind of hanging out. And, yeah, I didn't really do anything. Kids or anything? Yeah, we had, we had the kids. It was their first, uh, first New Year's Eve to stay up till midnight ever. Nice. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I was asleep by 12.15, so. Well, you texted me at, like, 12.14. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I stand by my previous day. <laughs> I, I was literally like crawling into bed, and I was like, "I should say I happy New Year to Eric." <laughs> and I did, and then I went to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe I was up for like three more hours. After wow, that. yeah, if, if not longer. Were you wearing your adult diapers so you could watch the ball drop Absolutely. without yeah. without having to leave your spot? Yep. Even though you were watching the ball drop from, you know, TV and right, on the yeah, couch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna move. You don't want to lose that spot. The bathroom was all the way upstairs. Right. <laughs> We were talking earlier where I'd, I'd heard today that someone read where uh, some of the people in Times Square, you know, in an interview, talked about wearing adult diapers so they could stand there all day and not lose their spot. Right. And that we were both, me and you, just horrified by that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's horrifying. It is. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I Don't let it come to that, people. Please. Like, do not. That's, I mean, the thing Just because is you can do something doesn't mean you should. It you already should. has come to that, though. I know. Clearly. That's... <clears throat> it's... It's a bummer. I, I will safely say this. If anybody that I personally know were to have done something like that, they would no longer be friends. <laughs> now, how Trump about, supporter purposefully wearing adult diapers. They equate. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> now, how about, how do you feel about, like, you know, just like, Having a a party one night where everyone wears, like as a theme, everyone wears an adult diaper nope. and just drinks until they piss themselves. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't do parties. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of that, too, oh, which is God. gross, too. Nope. That's, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> I know, right? What is wrong with people? There's a lot. There's a whole lot. <laughs> it's going to be longer than our comic Artist reading list. <laughs> There's more than a thousand things wrong with people. Yes. I would agree disagree. with that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Did, did you have a fun New Year's then? I had an all right one. Yeah. I decided uh, to take a, take a little vacation and went down to, to Florida to visit my friend Carrie. Sweet. Hung out with her and uh, just hung out. Eat some really good food. Uh, I will say, you know, I was uh, a little disappointed that, uh, you know, it's Florida and uh, it was a little too cold to, to even wear shorts, uh, let alone go swimming. Ah. Uh, in fact, it got down to like upper 40s, uh, like on my last wow. day there. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I didn't complain about it at all because I knew that when I was coming home, it was going to be negative whatever. Sure. <laughs> where, but, pe where people wouldn't be wearing shorts? Right, yeah. Well? Well, yeah. I saw a guy at my work two days ago <laughs> wearing shorts and a mink coat. Of course he was. Yes. And guess what he bought? He bought like $30 worth of... Magic? 
90s Marvel hologram cards. What? He was like a beast from another world. <laughs> it's like, thank you for blessing me with this visage of <laughs> the great beyond. Uh, I think uh, one of the last times that uh, I was hanging out at Mavericks uh, before my trip, uh, it was like you, me, and uh, one of the other employees and just hanging out. And I looked outside and there was a fat guy in shorts walking up to and I was like, yep, fat guy in shorts, it's a Maverick customer. <laughs> and it was. Even though it was only 30, 20 degrees. Right, or yeah, yeah. I think it, it blew, there was a blizzard that night. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, hey, when you're hot, you're hot. Exactly. If you got legs like that, you gotta show them off. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. Uh, the, the, so the last time I went to Florida, and this time I went to uh, there, there's a particular restaurant near where my friend lives, and um, like I decided that like I think I would just fly down to Florida just to go have breakfast there. Wow. Like literally, like like find out a way to just just fly there for for the morning and then fly straight back wow. and like i would bring people and like like i wouldn't even tell my friend that i was in town because i'm just <laughs> i'm just stopping for a quick bite right it is the best food i've ever eaten what, what's the deal with it what's the uniqueness of it uh well the fact that everything's fucking amazing no that's pretty unique yeah. uh <clears throat> You you would enjoy some of it. Uh, they definitely have a heavy uh, vegetarian uh, section to, mm-hmm. to their stuff. It's it's it definitely reminds me of a place that probably should be open in Yellow Springs. Oh, okay, uh, but but they're only open from like you know eight a.m. to three. Okay, uh, and just everything is just so goddamn tasty. Wow, uh, to the point where I ordered the sandwich. It was a, a pork barbecue sandwich uh, that had a, uh, one, a, a thing that shouldn't exist, which was tomato bacon jam huh. on the, uh, like, like coating the bread. Uh, again, not a thing that should exist in nature, but it's fucking amazing. Uh, two, uh, it had coleslaw on the sandwich. I hate coleslaw. I ate every goddamn bite of that thing. I'm surprised you ordered it. Or did you not know it had coleslaw? I forgot. Like, I was going to order it without the coleslaw. Uh. And, like, it came with it. And I was like, what is this leafy substance in my sandwich? And they made me eat coleslaw. And I didn't (laughs) hate it. Wow. That's something. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually like coleslaw if it's done, you know, done right. Yeah. But but yeah, that's it's not something every everybody likes. So. No, I hate it. Yeah. Absolutely, hate it. I've always hated it. Mm. Uh, wow. Hate it, and and was perfectly okay with eating it. Nice. Uh, it also doesn't hurt that they have a uh, a twenty two ounce mimosa. Oh, those are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of craving some alcoholic beverage right now. Yeah, I've got uh, some some cider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> But no, yeah, just just went down there and had a good time. Went, uh, didn't really go comic shopping, but but uh, on my way back, uh, we uh, you know because I, I flew in and out of uh, Orlando, uh, which is about two hours or so from where my friend lives. So uh, I had a late flight, 
into Orlando, so we decided that uh, hey, let's go hang out, you know, and then maybe find a comic book shop to to go to. And uh, we picked one. It wasn't great. <laughs> was it the zombie comics or it something? Living Dead comics. Living Dead comics. Yeah, yeah. I remember you texting me about that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a very small store. Uh, they had dollar boxes. I wound up buying like twenty dollars worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, it was very cramped. Uh, the the guy who ran it is is very definitely sort of your stereotypical comic store owner. So uh, very helpful and friendly. Yeah, yeah. Well organ, well groomed. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, you know, could hear him breathing. You know, from across the <laughs> store. Yeah, <laughs> that's comforting. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, you you know, you could you could feel like you're alone, but yeah. You know, even though he's 40 feet away, it feels like he's right over your shoulder. Right, right. That's nice. Uh, certainly, you know, was was helped by the fact that there they he had a full size uh, Harley Quinn statue, uh, like like in the back issue section of the the store that I just kept seeing out of the corner of my eye and freaking out because <laughs> it's like life size. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, who's this? I oh yeah. <laughs> Did it look like it was something like officially produced or? I like, think so. Okay. Uh, so it wasn't like something he lovingly made out of. His mother's hair in the basement, or <laughs> no? I feel like it was from from like Arkham Asylum or something. Okay. Like that. Yeah. It was definitely a slutty Harley. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, it was it was it was weird. That's creepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They had some okay stuff, but yeah, for the most part, it was not anything that I'd. Right. Like like if it was here in Dayton, it was definitely the store that though. Like I, I can avoid going to that one. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but bought some books anyway, so. It's always fun to visit new comic shops. Yeah. Uh, they had one in Orlando that apparently has a bar attached to it. Oh, see, that's cool. We, we did not get a chance to go to that one. Uh, I did, uh, I did do two things on my vacation that, uh, I was pretty sure I was never going to do. Yeah. And, uh. One was eat coleslaw. <laughs> three things. <laughs> Uh, that I was pretty sure I was never going to do. One was eat coleslaw. Uh, the, the, the second was, uh, I watched The Force Awakens. Wow. And the third was, I watched The Last <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> now, do you know those are both Star Wars films, right? <laughs> I am aware. Yeah. I okay. am aware. I didn't know you watched Force Awakens. I, I heard that, <laughs> that you went and saw The Last Jedi a bit well. Yeah, well, you know, I figured, well, my friend wanted to see Last Jedi, uh, and then she had not seen it up to that point, and then I knew that she had been planning to, and I figured, well, it's not like I'm doing anything else Sure. see Last yeah. Jedi, you know? I was like, but I haven't seen any of the other Star Wars up to this point, so I guess I should probably see Force Awakens to know what the hell's going on. Sure. So uh, we we rented it on Amazon and, and I watched it and and, uh, and I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel disappointed in yourself? A little bit. Yeah. Like I was very confused. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> because you're not supposed to like. That. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then we saw the Last Jedi and uh, I also really liked that. It was a lot better than Force Awakens. I thought. Yeah. I will say this for it. There, there was a fuck ton going on in that movie. Yeah. There, there was a right. whole lot of Star Wars happening. Yeah. There. Yeah. Like, it seriously felt like it was three different movies all in one. Sure, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and and I will say that that my my curiosity for Last Jedi was was uh, amped up more because of the general sort of hater feedback on it. Oh yeah, that just was like, well, if all these people hated it, then I probably should see it because I'd probably like it. Right. Yeah. Because these assholes are just awful. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that came true. Uh but yeah, I I like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm still not fully settled in to, to that, that way of thinking, but like I mean Probably we'll have to see the next one. Yeah. So next time I come over, you're gonna be wearing like a Boba Fett T-shirt. <laughs> I'm already making them. Just hand making my own Star Wars uh, and merchandise. Oh, I want a Dengar uh, onesie. <laughs> I want an apron that says "Kiss the Cook" or something with Dengar's face. <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoyed the Last Jedi. I thought it was very good. I, did, I had no idea that Laura Dern was in it until I was watching it. Oh, yeah. But that was cool. We like Laura Dern here at the we, Gutter Trash Studios. We do. We do indeed. Uh, yeah, I I was very surprised how much I, I enjoyed both of those movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I did, did not want to, but, but there they are. Now, you have seen, like, maybe, you know, a, you know <laughs> I'm not going to say a long time ago in a galaxy far away, but... <laughs> A long time ago, you did see the original trilogy. I right? have seen the original okay. trilogy. Yeah. I will say this. I saw Return of the Jedi in the theaters when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, whatever age I was. Five, six. 1983, whatever. yeah. Right. Uh, never saw Star Wars or Empire all the way through until I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, they were constantly on HBO, but, like, I never... Managed to stay awake for any of them, yeah. like, like whenever they were on, because my parents occasionally would turn it on. And then I was sick a lot as a kid, uh, so they were there, but I never saw them sequentially, right, one hundred percent all the way through, when until they did the the special editions, yeah, and I saw all, all three of them like when they were released in there, and thought they were just okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I saw Phantom Menace and said, I'm done. Yeah. That, well, I, I can agree with that. Uh, yeah. That's like a good stopping point until right. the, these new ones. Yeah. So I, I have definitely played up my, my anti-Star Wars sort of attitude like way more than, than I actually feel about Star Wars. Sure. Like, I've never hated Star Wars. I just... just I, they were You felt it was fine. grossly overrated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're perfectly it, okay movies. It's the Beatles of movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're just movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's it's sort of the, the level of fandom that people have for them that that I just don't get. Mm-hmm. Like even for things that I fucking love, mm-hmm. like I still can't reach that level of of fandom for that thing. Right. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you love Annie the movie. Yes. You're always singing. The sure. sun will come out tomorrow. Right. But you don't need to buy all the toys and the posters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got the song. You got the movie. Yeah. 
the back tattoo. I mean, that's I all did, you need. I did camp out for the remake. Well, sure. Did you, wear, did you wear your adult diaper? Of course. Well, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to lose my spot in line. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I I agree. Like I actually like I like I'm in a really weird spot with Star Wars because I actually would say I I love the original movies. Like uh, Return of the Jedi is maybe like the movie I've watched uh, third most out of every movie in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't own any <coughs> Star Wars movies. Right. No Star Wars shirts or paraphernalia, sleeping bags, none of that. No, I only sure? I only own one toy. Have I? I could have sworn I've seen you with at least one Star Wars shirt. I don't. Like uh, a Boba Fett shirt. I had an underoos. A Chewy. I had a Boba Fett underoos when I was a child. Right. <laughs> but um, the only Star Wars toy I own is a, a Momal Nadon, a hammerhead toy that someone gave me last year. Right, right. But um, like I'm not like like you I don't, don't collect. I don't have any Dengar toys now. Huh. I don't like most of the Dengar toys. I'm waiting for like Jeff really? Barrow to design one oh, or okay. something. But um, but no, I don't. I don't get into Star Wars. But I really, really appreciate Star Wars. Sure. So I'm like kind of right, right there between like the crazy fan and the casual fan. Yeah. Know? Like I'm somewhere between those two. I would definitely classify myself as, as not, again, not even a fan. Yeah. Like, like I've never rewatched the original three movies, like outside of Return of the Jedi, maybe twice. Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, like I've definitely never seen the first Star Wars or Empire more than once. Wow, <clears throat> that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and again, like they're fine, <laughs> right? I didn't hate them, I didn't love them. Right. They're fine. Uh, certainly, there's a certain aesthetic to it that I can totally understand why they became what they became. Oh yeah, uh, they they changed a lot of things that came after yes yeah yeah uh but you know uh like i said you know then, then i saw phantom medicine and i was like okay well you know, like i never see need to see any of this ever right <clears throat> how yeah and uh so you know i was pretty much going into that attitude with with the new ones so i was mm-hmm. like okay you know right this is just money grab you know whatever and, and the fact that i did really enjoy them i think speaks a lot to how they are good movies the quality yeah. Yeah. yeah i i love the idea that there's there's a lot of like um there's oh, a lot right. of leeway creatively being given to the directors now now yeah and, and there's and there's so much money <clears throat> behind it that there's probably going to be um and there's going to have to be more chances taken because if they're doing like a movie a year yeah. they can't do the same movie every year like they you know, could have done if they were doing one every 10 years or whatever. Right. So I think they're going to, like, it could be really interesting if there's, like, you know, comedies or noir or whatever set in the Star Wars universe. Right. I'm really excited to see something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, like, uh, last year I saw Rogue One, which was, you know, the first Star Wars movie I'd seen since Phantom. And and I I can absolutely say that I loved Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And, And it is so different than the original trilogy totally. or these two new movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that it, it was... Because it was just a straight-up war movie. Yeah. 
Uh, it, it was dark, and, and you knew how it was going to end, but sort of, but you didn't know exactly how it was going to get there. Right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and so, so I think that opened me up a little bit more to to be willing to see the new Star Wars. Right. Uh, it certainly didn't hurt that Last Jedi was done by Ryan Johnson. Right. Who you know, did Brick and uh, Brothers Bloom? Yeah, uh, he's good. He, he's great. Uh, I mean, you know, in, in his filmography, this I, I feel like you know, it was better than Looper, uh, but but not as good as Brick or Brothers. I, Bloom. I would totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I think Brick was a much better film. Yeah, yeah, uh, but but. For being Star Wars and, and being one of his movies, like like it was a great match, and it did. Like, and again, like like this is like literally six days ago that I watched both of these movies, right? You know, so it's it's pretty fresh in my mind. Like Force Awakens did have a lot of the same beats, I feel, as like the original three. Yeah, like totally. like there was a lot of paying homage and just you know like hey remember that thing you like yeah slightly new it was was reestablishing um like a different tone from the prequels yes it was reminding you that star wars can be good (laughs) right and we just haven't got there yet it's like okay like see we can do these kind of things and we're about to make that's really really good right and then yeah last jedi i thought like turned a lot of that on its head and yeah was was stylistically like very much better than than force awakens yeah uh and, and storytelling wise i thought was was a lot better too. yeah i agree uh that said because i'm now apparently entrenched you know go, going into this <laughs> third one in the trilogy uh with jj abrams coming back yeah like i'm not entirely sure how that's gonna go right uh but it will be also interesting to see how they play uh carrie fisher's death yeah because because leia lives at the end of last jedi right but, but carrie fisher passed away like afterwards yeah so, uh, yeah i'm wondering if they're just gonna do a time jump or they'll probably just kind of yeah i mentioned something in the opening crawl right do you know what the crawl is do you yes know i do know what okay. the crawl is yes <laughs> um <laughs> I would imagine that's how they do it. And, and, like, some people have said, like, that would be disrespectful to do it. But I'm like, look, like, they dedicated Last Jedi to her. Like, there were some really great scenes with her in it. Like, right. I don't I don't think they really need to, like, do anything else in the right, next right. movie. I don't think it's disrespectful if they just mention it off screen. Like, I don't, I don't think they no. have to. Because yeah. some people are like, well, they have to mention it on screen and it'll be disrespectful. I'm like, I, I really don't think so. Like, yeah. this Last Jedi was kind of, like, totally... She was like one of the major things in this movie, right. and the movie was dedicated to her. Right, that's, that's probably good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like like a thing before I saw the movie. Like people fucking flipping their lid because Admiral Akbar dies, <laughs> and like they they casually mention it like you know afterwards, and like people are freaking out. Like he should have had like a much grander hero's death. Right. It was like Admiral Akbar. Yeah, was a fucking joke character. Yeah, he was in one movie. He's memorable because of how ridiculous he was. Right, and he was in it for like four minutes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, like you know, the, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like just uh, that's kind of the thing about Star Wars fans that just really turns me off right. on the entire thing. All oh together. yeah. Just just that slavish devotion to just characters I, that ultimately did not matter. Right. Like Boba Fett. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it blows my mind. Like, I mean, I get that he looks really cool, and there, sure. was, there was like this huge mystique in the eighties because I remember when people at school were talking about like the uh, the toy being recalled because of the the missile that launched, and right. you know, there's all these urban legends about it. Like the missile was launched oh. into some kid's eye, and right, like, right, right, right. but like that toy never even hit the retail shelves, so yeah. none of that was true. But um, he there was like this huge mystique around this kind of cool, mysterious character, and I get that, right? But I don't get how that's persisted over the decades, exactly. Especially when, like, you know, canonically, like, oh my gosh, he is in the movies maybe 20 minutes, over, yeah, and he dies a stupid death, yeah. And then when you find out all the backstory, it's ridiculous. It's like all the mystery and interest in him is gone right. when you watch the prequels. Right. I mean, it's just like that's it's like telling Wolverine's origin. Yeah. It just should that yeah, happen? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. So you just mentioned the the Boba Fett toy, and uh, that is another thing that that I have done over the between the holidays. You bought a missile launching Boba Fett. I for did not. Two thousand dollars. I did not. But uh, I watched a documentary about it. Oh, the toys that made us. Yes, me too. Yes, I watched all four episodes. As did I. They were all good. Yes, they were. Yeah. Even the Barbie one. Even okay. So I skipped the Barbie one. I was binge watching them, and I skipped the Barbie one, and I was like, "I'll see what's after the GI Joe one." <coughs> and there's nothing after the GI Joe, right. and so I went back and watched the Barbie one, and which I, which honestly, I enjoyed more than the GI Joe one. I think I liked the Masters Universe one the best. Than Star Wars, than Barbie, than G.I. Joe. I I loved the Masters of the Universe one. That one's awesome. Just you know, out of pure nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that put the G.I. Joe one for me over the edge was the fact that they talked to like Jim Shooter and Larry Hama. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and just like talked about the comics aspect of right. G.I. Joe. Uh, yeah, I liked it, but they. <laughs> They spent so much time, and I understand why, on the 60s G.I. Joes, right. which I have, like, absolutely no interest in. Sure. So, to me, it was all about the 80s stuff. So, Master Universe, yeah, I mean, that was my favorite episode yeah. by far. And, I mean, you know, the, those were definitely my favorite toys, like, right. you know, as a kid. Well, it's weird. G.I. Joe was definitely my favorite toy when I was a kid. Really? But, but now... Like, I'm actually starting to collect Master's Universe. And this was before I watched this documentary. But I have, like, a half dozen of them. Um, I'm slowly going to kind of piece together the ones that I had when I was a kid. I'm not right. going to buy the ones I didn't have. Because it's, it's 100% just a nostalgia thing. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I, I definitely uh, have a fonder place in my heart for Master Universe now than I do for G.I. Joe. Sure. Uh, yeah, those are great <clears throat> documentaries. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing about it is that uh, the theme song says it's an eight-part documentary season series, but uh, there's only four episodes. There's got to be four more coming. I hope so. So here's... I have I have, I have thought a lot about this. <laughs> so here's what I... Here's what I sort of hope and expect. Like, it surprises me that there's not already a Transformers episode, so right. there has to be one coming. Sure. But I, I hope they do a mask episode. That'd be nice, but I don't know. I hope they do a superpowers episode. I really hope for superpowers too. That that would be yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. And then I kind of hope they do, or maybe just a combo superpowers uh, secret wars. Yeah. See, that would be cool. Yeah. Because I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't know if they should just do a Marvel toy episode in general, right? Or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, mask. Um. Oh, what was the other one I was thinking? 
Oh, I had it all figured out. Oh, well. I'm sure they'll do a Transformers, no doubt. Right. That's, like, to me, it's, like, really weird that they haven't already. But, right, right. But, but I really hope they do a mask, because there's enough mask toys that they can have a lot to talk about. Because, I mean, there's cool toys like Thundercats and, you know, Visionaries that there's just not that many of the toys. Um, so it might be it might be cool to see them do that. Or maybe even just do one episode that's sort of a hodgepodge that goes into all the, like, other knockoffs and weird stuff yeah i think that'd be kind of cool like warlord or defenders of the planets yeah 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 warlord (laughs) but yeah superpowers would be really cool to see yeah i would like to see that but yeah transformers for sure has to be one yeah it has to be like like i honestly thought that would have been before masters universe even yeah um just because the popularity for transformers is still right you know yeah it's up there but yeah, uh, that's on Netflix. If you haven't watched it yet, go do that. Yeah, they're great. The toys that made us. Yep. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, things that you've thought a lot about, I have. I thought <laughs> so much that I have to look up the title. No, I just can't remember if it has the word the or not. It, <laughs> it, it does not. So does it matter? Well, it doesn't. But I, okay. I wanted to make sure. So I want to pick a book that's it's it's a bit older. Okay. Uh, it's. It's odd because it's a foreign book, um, but it's in English, okay. so it's been translated. It's called Black Blizzard. It's by Yoshihiro Tatsumi. Okay. I've never heard of any of this. Okay. Is, is it a manga? It is a manga, um, which I have not read. Okay. But I have read other stuff by the creator and I. Okay. Well, like. What else is it? Um, well... The main thing I think he's known for, I have not read. It's called the Drifting A Drifting Life, um, like it's like an award winning manga. But um, I've read the Pushman and something else, old some about old Tokyo. I've read a couple of his books and I I really liked them. All right. Um, so this one is one I have not read. Okay. <clears throat> Black Blizzard. Black Blizzard. And it's a four part book. No, 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 no. It's just the one. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. So, so graphic novel. Yeah. Okay. Right. yeah. Is it, uh, is it, uh, something I'm going to have to, like, completely figure out how to, to read in a different way? <laughs> uh, I know you were, I know you're, you, you've been reading books back to front right. already. So, so am I going to have to read this front no. to back? This one has been, uh, reversed, so it's front to back. So okay. it's going to be. I don't like this at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's been Englishified. All right. <clears throat> I've told you about my one experience reading a uh, uh, a a translated manga, right? Mm-mm. It was a, a Batman manga. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a, a small part of the plot is that uh, there's a drug that turns like average citizens into like their favorite supervillains, and so there's like imposter versions of like you know Joker and. Penguin oh, yeah. around, and there's an imposter Two Face, and imposter Two Face, uh, his uh, scarring is on the uh, wrong side throughout the the story. Right, and I was like, well, that's how you know it's an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, turns out, turns out that uh, <laughs> that uh, they they just uh, you know mirror imaged the book to print it for English readers like me, so it flow panel was right, and, yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, didn't think about that. So yeah, yeah. That's the, 
Hopefully there's nothing like that in this story. Yeah. Well, at least there's not going to be anything that I would recognize because I clearly have never heard of this book or uh, this guy or anything that's uh, associated with them. <laughs> ah. So, veto. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll read your foreign books. <laughs> awesome. Well, I look forward to it. I've actually owned it for a while for like a year or two and I've just been meaning to read it or pick it and I haven't done either so I figured well, now you've done it now. yeah now's the time right, no time like the present right while well, we're in the middle of blizzards yeah good night <laughs> thank you for listening to gutter trash you can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.